Hi, welcome to the Dan Bradbury podcast where turnover is vanity, profit is sanity, and cash is king. In this podcast, I'll bring you resources, tips, interviews, and lots more to help to grow your business and make it less dependent on you. Hi, welcome to the Dan Bradbury podcast. I'm Topher Morrison, guest hosting for Dan, who cannot come to his own podcast right now. I like to think it's because he's been detained by security by trying to jump a border at the Queen's Jubilee. Uh, unfortunately, it's not that good of a story. He's actually just prepping up and getting ready for his success mastermind coming up June 21st and 22nd, where not only will he be sharing with some powerful growth-focused entrepreneurs strategies for how to scale and grow their business, but he's also going to be hosting the uh, Ultimate Entrepreneur Competition. This will be the second year that we're running the competition. Uh, it's going to be a cash prize of £10,000, and we are prepping and getting ready to go. Today, I have the honor of interviewing one of those competitors. And when I say one, I'm not exactly accurate about that, because that's actually a husband and wife team, Ian and Sam, from MBS Accountants. They're going to be here to talk about what got them into the finals and what they're going to share with the group to make sure that they can also grow and scale their businesses as well. So without further ado, please welcome to the Dan Bradbury podcast, Ian and Sam from MBS Accounts. Ian and Sam, welcome to the Dan Bradbury Podcast. It's an honor to finally meet you. I know that you've been in the uh, the finalists group, and I've seen your name on the roster, and I've looked up your website at mbsaccountants.com. No, that's not true. It's mbsaccountants.co.uk, if I'm yeah. not um, And so I've read a little bit about you, um, but this is our first time face-to-face, if you will, but we'll be in person coming up June 21st and June 22nd at the Success Mastermind with Dan Bradbury, where you two are competing in the Ultimate Entrepreneur Competition. So I got to ask you, is this going to be a tag team presentation or have one of you just voluntold the other one to speak the whole time? Um, <laughs> so this is going to be a tag team. We haven't discussed the uh, SMM one yet. Um in general, I tend to sit in the background within the company, um, tend to make the decisions, and Ian's the front of the company. Um, but yeah. I've been pushing myself out of my comfort so, okay. zone. So what's great about the tag team is that if, if you win, you can both fight over who won. But if you don't win, you get to blame the other one. right? So it's pretty convenient on that one. Uh, uh, tell me a little, I, I'm a pitch consultant, so I always love to hear what people's pitch is. So um, take a few minutes here to just tell me a little bit about what is what is it about MBS accounts that makes you unique from other accountancy services? Yes, so, <laughs> yeah, so really, rather than, uh, rather than just taking the approach, I suppose, that most other accountants do, where we come in and just help people file a tax return and fill out forms, we sort of take our big sort of step back and look at the whole picture. And this is then using our financial expertise. How do we refocus business owners so that they have real clarity on what they're trying to achieve financially? We call that sort of their financial freedom path. We help identify exactly what that is. And then the steps that they're going to be taking to actually get there. And then just making sure that they're held accountable to actually make those those steps and then checking progress along the way. That's great. So, so if, if I were to interpret that, like, as because I think a lot of business owners, they look at the accountancy side of things in their business 
And it's all about what the business has done. It's all about past tense. It's all about, well, here's the numbers to reflect what you did. And, and, and they don't often think about, now, how can I apply that to what we can do in the future? So it's almost like you are future-focused accountants versus past-focused accountants. Would that be relatively accurate? Yeah, I think that's, that's the key. When we're looking backwards, we tend to keep that very short-term. We want to know what the current performance is. But straight away, we're looking for that to compare against what the plan was. So if you said you were going to achieve X, Y, and Z, yes, we need to look back at the last month or maybe the last three, but we're looking at how did that compare to the plan that was actually made, not just looking at it for the sake of looking at it. Fantastic, fantastic. So now, um, you, you, like I, I mentioned earlier, you've, you've made it as a finalist to the Ultimate Entrepreneur Competition where you're going to compete to win a cash prize of 10,000 pounds with the other competitors. What are you going to do that's going to win this thing? What, what, what's your secret sauce, the thing that if you share this with the audience and they were to duplicate it in their business, hopefully they'd be able to produce similar results. Have you thought that through in terms of like, what do you think it was that got you to where you are and got you into that, into that finalist category? Yeah, so I think I'll, I'll butt in and then Sam can take over because that's, that's sort of the root of what it did. Um, realistically, I've been running the business. I'm not an organized type person. I tend to do things very much on the fly, have an idea and just react. That got us so far, but realistically, that was holding us back. So the secret source element of what we did really was bring in Sam to run the business with her, her logical, controlled, keeping things organized. And I just... Very smart back. answer, Ian. Very, very yeah. smart answer, right? You've, you, whether you win or lose this competition right now, <laughs> dude, you've just made it for at least another year, right? You know, you've yeah. done very intelligent right there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I would say, you, Sam, tell me a little bit about it then. So, what do you, what, what, what's the, what was your secret sauce? What did you do differently when you came on board and said, Ian, I don't like the direction this is going. Here's what we need to do. What was the, what, what did you do? I was involved in the company before and then I stepped out for a number of years because me and Ian disagreed on how it should be going forward um, <laughs> and basically I picked my marriage over the company at that time things kind of went a bit off company wise so Ian was like actually what I was doing isn't working I need you back involved and I need to have that organization that I was sort of fighting against before um, so really that organization side comes from me having had um, a health issue a number of years ago and I've got some memory issues there so because of those for me it's absolutely essential that I have documents processes procedures organization to everything um, because I don't remember bits otherwise so all of that's highly important and of course that creates efficiency within the company because everybody has to follow the same process it's all documented um, there is no get out clause if you didn't follow it because it's there in while well, it's on the computer, it's all stored. Um, so, yeah, and I would say that definitely is the secret source because it means that every one of our customers gets the same process. They are, get everything at the right times when they should. Everything's followed. Um, yeah, it, it's highly hard for anybody to make any mistakes on it because everything's there to do. Um, so easily I would say what got us into the um, competition or what's got us through to the next stage is probably actually our financial results but our financial results are driven by that organization and the processes we have in place 
if we didn't have those in place, we wouldn't have had the success that we've had on the other stages. But yes, yeah, certainly the financial um, elements of it and the growth and things we've had, that's, I believe, what got us through to the next stage of the competition. Fantastic. Let's talk numbers, or we don't have to talk pounds per se, but let's talk at least percentages. What kind of growth uh, have you been experiencing over the past 12 months? Yeah, so over the past 12 months, grown significantly. Um, so I suppose actually there's a good underlying bit behind this that's very key. That One of our strategies has been as we've got much clearer on the outcomes that we're trying to deliver to clients and potential clients, we've realized some of the existing clients that we already had don't want that, uh, and that's fine. But at the same point, we should not fight to try and deliver that to somebody who doesn't have the appetite to want to go on that journey. Yes. So for clarity, we've gone from 250 clients to about 150 clients over the last 12 months. Nice. Very um, impressive. You know, I'm convinced that one of the secrets to success is not what you say yes to, but it's what you say no to. Just getting rid of what I refer to as the lead clients, the ones that just sink to the bottom and they kind of drag you down with them. Yeah, yeah 100%, definitely. Yeah. And I think in turn, what that's enabled us to do is we pushed revenue up by close to about 60 to 70%. Um, and then profits have gone up by around about probably about doubled actually over that same period right and cash flows massively improved like we went from a position where cash was tight um, and we were making decisions based on uh, cash flow restrictions mm -hmm. to now just being actually we're very cash flow positive um those clients that went those hundred clients or so they were actually sold off and we have used the cash flow from that to fund the next stages of the growth. Actually, going into uh, the Dan Bradbury group, we were actually cash flow negative monthly by joining the group. That was a decision we made. We looked at it and we went, actually, we think this could be a really positive thing for us and, and the company. But we knew it was going to take us into cash flow negative on a monthly basis. That's a great testimony to Dan's mastermind program as well, because you guys have been if I'm not mistaken, I think you've been in for about three years. Is that right? Yeah. So we're in our third year now. Yeah. So you started off his program, you were cash flow negative, and then you became even more cash flow negative getting into his program. Uh, how long did the turnaround take, by the way? It, was it a matter of months? Was it a matter of years? What, when did you finally see the ship writing to become cash flow positive? It was actually reasonably quick. So we joined um, in early December. Um, and then in the January, we had a, a, meet, a, a sort of strategic planning session as such with Kevin. And during that session, uh, lots of, I suppose, previous issues we'd had, which caused me to step out, came up during that. And um, there were multiple things. Wait a minute. So, so that was the meeting where Sam looked over, over at Ian and kind of went... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was basically it. Yeah. Uh, yep. so, Ian walked through the meeting with his tail between his legs, going, "Damn it!" Yeah. Yep. It was a great journey um, home. The journey home, Ian was like, uh, "It's about an hour and a half home," and Ian, the whole journey was going through bits, going, uh, "I should have listened to you when you said about this, or I should have listened to you about that." I was like, "Yes." You guys, you definitely yeah, awesome want to bring home. that through. But no, in all, in, yeah, in all honesty, the 
the meeting with Kevin just meant that we could run through everything. Ian gave his point of view on bits or where he saw things going, I did, and where previously we butted heads over things, I think because you have a third party there, um, you listen to each other more and you're not just um, sat talking and you've almost got your ears shut sometimes when it's the two of you. But when you've got somebody else there, you actually listen to what's said um, and you're able to um, I open doors to things that you weren't before because you were just closed to them. So that meeting meant that we discussed things properly through what we wanted with the company without having sort of preconceived conceptions of what the other one wanted to do or was saying, because I think there'd been many occasions previously we had assumptions on what the other person was thinking. And actually it turned out from that meeting that we were both thinking the same thing. We were just automatically thinking the other one had a different idea on it. Um, so from that, we went away and it's been from then that we very much um, worked together and we've been a team within the company um, and we bat ideas off each other all the time. Um, yeah, totally turned around for how we are within the company now. Um, and that, yeah. that is such an important element, by the way. And it's not just it's not just um, um, uh, family businesses where you have a husband and wife running the company. I think you get that in just about every business, wherever you have maybe a founder, CEO, and then their, their right-hand person, right? That, that's always there. If they don't learn how to make that communication, make sure that they're on the same page, it can, it can pull a company down. And the fact that you guys were able to identify that, we should say uh, uh, Dan Bradbury companies, not only great for success masterminds, but also marriage counseling. So they have the dual role there. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but but even if it's not a marriage, though, right, that's a, such an important element is to make sure that you really do have, um, you know, a set of rules that you follow, a set of objectives that you're going for. And, and it never hurts to have, like you say, kind of that third party opinion. You can almost kind of not mediate, but almost confirm and, and, and keep things focused. Uh, by the way, I will tell you this. You have to tell that story in the in your 10 minute presentation when you speak to the group. Make it about that because I will tell you right now. I mean, I've emceed the, the one last year, and I'm emceeing this one as well. The ones that have the best stories are the ones that get the votes. So, absolutely entertain the audience with that and get them to realize that you'll you'll do great. I, I can't wait. If people want to learn more, by the way, do you have a target market that you work with? Right. So you you cold off you you cut your your customers in half. So I know you must have a a really good a relatively good avatar of who your ideal customer is. Let's drum up some extra business here. Who is your ideal customer um, to, to hire you? Who do you who do you like to work with? Yeah, so really, I suppose it's more about the underlying business owner behind it. We want business owners who have really got that growth mindset and have got themselves, I suppose, to the position where they know that they need some help and some guidance from experts in the financial areas of business, and that progress isn't really being made. Um, other than that, really, it's, it's companies, it's minimum sort of quarter of a million pound turnover um, where we can really get stuck in and help help businesses grow and move to that next level. Excellent. Um, so, so definitely not, not, not necessarily startups, although I'm certainly what you would do would still work with them. But you're looking for more second stage companies. They kind of peaked or plateaued around that 250. You say 250,000 or 250 million, by the way? <laughs> 250,000, yeah. <laughs> 250,000, right? And but they're still growth focused. They want to get up even at a higher level, but they just they, they, they kind of hit that term. So uh, listen, I promise you, there's going to be some people listening to this podcast 
that probably fit into that category. So if they want to learn more about you, they can go to mbsaccountants.co.uk. I'm going to put that up on the screen as well so people watching can also see it. But I'll repeat it again. It's mbsaccountants.co.uk. Sam, Ian, I wish you the best of luck at the Ultimate Entrepreneur Competition coming up June 21st and 22nd. I'll see you there. Um, I can't wait to meet you in person. And until then, please uh, take care and, and practice. Get that uh, presentation ready to go and you'll, you'll crush it. Cheers. Thanks, Tofu. Thank, Thank you very much. There you have it. That was Ian and Sam from MBS Accountants. Uh, if you'd like to meet them as well as the other competitors, you can by coming to work on June 21st and 22nd to be a part of Dan Bradbury's Success Mastermind. Now, it's worth coming just to see the competition, but we even have two more pieces of great information that you're going to want to learn because we have two great guests. We have Nigel Shanahan and Simon Inchley. Nigel scaled and grew his company for a high eight-figure exit, and he's gonna share with you how he did that. And then we have Nigel, um, who was the founder of Gresham LLP. They're a private equity firm. Uh, he was responsible over 750 million in assets, and then scaled, grew it, and also exited for a high eight-figure. So we got two people who have successful exits, exits of over eight figures. You're gonna wanna learn how these guys did this. And they're going to be speaking and sharing you uh, their insights and lessons on how to scale and grow their company. So you're going to want to check it out. It's Dan Bradbury's Success Mastermind coming up June 21st and 22nd in Warwick. I'll see you there. I'm going to be hosting the competition. Look forward to that. Until then, please, let's all try a little harder to be a little better. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Three things you need to do now. Number one, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss an episode. Also, get on over to Amazon to get a copy of my latest book, Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity, Nine and a Half Steps to Improving Your Profits and Cash Flow. Also, join our Facebook group, the Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity community to connect with other business owners.